the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. Yes, and welcome to our Church of the Week program here on AM 630 The Word. This is the program where we get to well, get to know our local churches a little bit better and talk to the pastors who are serving on the front lines. And, and it's something we do here every week. And we think, well, we we're called to do it. There's a verse in the, in the New Testament. I like to read it every time to you. It's uh, Timothy 5.17, and it says that the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in teaching and preaching. And since we're quoting scripture, I found another one for you today. Ephesians 4.11 and 12, and it says, So Christ himself gave the apostles the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. That's why they do it. My name is Baron Wiley, and I'm so blessed and honored to have right here in our studios the senior pastor of Alamo Heights Baptist Church. It's my friend, Pastor Bobby Contreras. Or Contreras. You call me whatever you want to call me. It's great to be here. <laughs> Thank so happy you. to hear you. Yeah. Man, I have watched you from the sidelines there, you're a youth pastor yes, sir. at Alamo Heights Baptist Church when I first met you, mm-hmm. and then the Lord opened a door for you. Congratulations. God bless you. Thank you. Thank uh, you so much. How's your year going, sir? It has been phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so from the summer to where we sit today has been uh, so much fun. Yeah. I think I'm having a lot of fun, uh, and God is just so good. Well, let's talk about Alamo Heights Baptist Church there, too. Uh, how old is it now? 90 years, March 2018. Wow. You're not the founding pastor, I, I wish I was, but I am not, no. <laughs> well, cool. Happy anniversary. Yeah, very that, excited. Are you going to celebrate that in any way? I'd like to go big. I had a meeting this morning and said, let's go big, 90 years. Yeah. So what do you do? So um, church started, nine people at Alma Heights uh, Elementary School, at Cambridge Elementary School in the auditorium there. Um, I'd like to go back. I'd like to go back to our roots, celebrate where we started, and then hopefully and prayerfully that spring springboards us to where God's taken us. Uh, that's just amazing there, too. And if those walls could talk, you know, how many of San Antonio's founders have been in that, you know, uh, church? I don't know, Alamo might be a better church for the founders, goes, but just the history. So we have one uh, young lady. Yeah. She will be 98 years old oh. in January. And so she's very much a part of this, hearing stories. I've got loads of pictures, but I wish, just like you said, I wish they could talk. Yeah, I know. Uh, matter of fact, I remember talking to Charlie, former pastor, mm-hmm. and uh, he said there was a picture somewhere of, of when President Kennedy stopped by or drove by or when that day before the assassination, I think, right? I've got it in my office. So it's this really great photo of the motorcade with John F. Kennedy passing by, and somebody snapped a shot that got Alamo Heights Baptist Church wow. in it. And so it's, it's, I've got it in my office. Phenomenal photo. Well, we'll have to find it. If you don't mind, I'd like to post that. I'll send something. it to you. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, now, now we're talking. I love it. Great, great. Again, a legacy church uh, mm-hmm. here in San Antonio. Alamo Heights Baptist Church. It's our Church of the Week. Uh, but Bobby... 
uh, talk about now what what I mean I I don't I, I'm just so I love my, I'm just so happy that the Lord has blessed you with this. He didn't hit me, by the way. Yeah, I, know. No. I didn't hit you either. Yeah, right. That was the, that was my paper here. Uh, but I, I'm I I'm just I'm in this horrible. I am so happy that, that the Lord, I get to see firsthand what the Lord's doing in your life and your family, your beautiful family. Let's talk about your, your family for a second. You've got to have a special woman in your life to, who, when you accept the call to ministry, how did this all happen? What did she say when you said, I want to be in ministry? Yeah, so humbled. So I'm, I'm just as fired up as you are. Um, Hannah Contreras, she's my wife. We celebrate 10 years of marriage this oh, month. Wow. 90 years and 10 years. 90 years and 10 years. So celebrations all around. But yes, so Hannah and I started dating. We're both from El Paso, Texas. Didn't know We grew up five minutes apart, didn't know each other. Wow. After years, years of high school and now we're young adults, we meet each other at church. Um, I'm doing ministry. She's very happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, Decided we're about to get married. I probably should find a full-time job to, to <laughs> keep us uh, keep us sustained. And so um, uh, I was volunteering with uh, Youth for Christ in El Paso, Texas. Um, met the, the director out here in San Antonio, and the rest is history. Uh, he called me and said, hey, you want to come to San Antonio? And I thought, no, but I'll check it out. And, uh, <laughs> and so I came out, interviewed. Hannah came out with me. We prayed about it, uh, got married. December 28th, 2007, and January, first week of January, 08, we were here. Wow. And her honeymoon was a trip in a 14-foot box truck right here. <laughs> now, are her folks and your folks still in El Paso, or do you go back ever? So then comes children, and yeah. so we've got two daughters, Ella and Olive. Uh, the moment uh, my in-laws heard that Ella was going to be born, Guess they what? packed up, and they moved from El Paso, and they lived down nice. the street from us, and it's a tremendous blessing having them here. My parents actually moved farther away, oh, no. and so they're in Arizona now, and right. so uh, God help them. No, that's a, great, that's a nice place. There, <laughs> yeah, right. No, they, they're 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 fantastic. But yeah, they they went they went out west. Well, that's all right. We'll give them a break there because they did a good job raising you. Were you raised in the church? I Bobby? was. I was. I, I'm here because of my parents. I'm yeah. here because of folks that they were friends with. Um, I'm here because of the church. Were I they grew in up the in. ministry? They were. So my mom uh, was in children's ministry. Uh, was ran the daycare at the church that I grew up in. My mm-hmm. dad was a deacon. Um, man, I have this awesome story. My dad. Uh, Every Sunday morning, my dad would get to church before anyone, fill up a glass of orange juice, and put it on the pulpit for the pastor, yeah. and religiously, yeah. Um, all was... through. Yeah. And so I, watching that, I knew, I mean, that's the way Service. I want to serve. That I want to serve like my dad. I want to serve like my mom. My brother and I were raised in just an awesome home, and uh, I'm here because of it. Wow. Well, we'll assume by the name Alamo Heights Baptist Church, you're somewhere in Alamo Heights. Yeah. Probably in the heart of downtown Alamo Heights. Downtown Alamo Heights. Come <laughs> check it us the, out. Put it on the map for me. Where, where are you? So uh, we are just north of City Hall, okay. and uh, we are just south of the high school. Right, I mean, exactly right in the middle of Alamo Heights yeah, on right, Broadway. Right where the parade or motorcade goes by. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's cool. And, uh, and let's talk about uh, sun, Sunday school starts at? What time? Yeah, so we've got um, a Bible study in the morning on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. We've got a couple of adult classes. We have a young adult class. We have a youth class, and, of course, we've got room for children. Uh, We've just had three babies born in our church, not actually in our church, church, but uh, (laughs) folks from the church. And so our children's ministry is definitely a, a healthy place to be. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, so that's, and then 11 o'clock is our worship service. Um, and 
just a great place to be, a group of loving folks, and uh, we are uh, just so excited to jump into God's Word. And you also have a prayer meeting on Wednesday night. We do. So we've got dinner at 6. Uh, we'll feed you Yay. at 6. Yeah, it's a good place. What time? 6? Yeah. 6 All o'clock, right. we'll, we'll feed you. And uh, <laughs> 6.30, we'll jump into study. And sometimes we worship. Sometimes we just dive right in. Do you lead the Wednesday night as well? I do. I do. Um, right now, it's the season of Advent. So we're definitely talking about the... Uh, the celebrating the the Christ uh, mm-hmm. child that came and anticipating uh, the Christ that promised to come back for us. Amen. Is that also is it a continuation of your Sundays? Sundays connected to the Wednesday night message. Wednesday night is setting up Sunday. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. It's good. Uh, any revelations on Christmas this year for you as you're studying Advent? Is there anything that just kind of jumps out and says this is kind of the, the theme of? of or is, is Advent right itself there? Man, so I'll tell you this. Uh, there's radio stations all across the world yeah. that are playing Christmas music, and I'll, I'm frustrated with one song, and that's what I talked about this last Sunday. And, um, you know, uh, last Christmas I gave you my heart. I hate that The song. very next day. And so I, me too, but I, I, I want to give it more credit. So okay. I was listening again last week, and I was just crying. Really? And I thought, why am I crying? Because it's our story. Every Christmas, we give our heart somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, worldly, we give our heart somewhere, and the world takes it away. And we're still broken. We still need to be mended. We still need to be healed. And so this Christmas, Alma Heights Baptist Church, our, our Alma Heights community, San Antonio City, my prayer is that we would give our heart to Jesus. To and, someone special. Right. To someone that's special. Jesus. That's right. So that's, it may sound cheese, cheesy, no, but dude. in my car Thursday, I'm just crying. You had this God it, moment yeah. in your car. And so that's that's where we're at. That's our posture. That's our position. And, and we're we're praying big for for all of us. And then you also have two beautiful little girls there too, who don't mind it being Christmas either. There, how old are your kids? Oh, so Ella is our seven year old, and Olive is yeah. our soon to be six year old. She'll tell you five and a half, but she's she's <laughs> about to be six in a month. And they are awesome. They are my everything. I mean, yeah. Hannah, Ella, and Olive. Uh, when we're not at church, we're we're doing everything as a family. We just got a dog. We just hey. rescued a dog. So we've got Sandy. Uh, not even a week with us, and so I guess I, I should probably be mentioned Sandy. Out, yeah, yeah. Sandy, oh, shout out be to upset. Sandy. Yeah, hey, forgot me. Yeah, but we, yeah, just Ellen Olive, great, full of energy. I love, I love doing everything with them. Well, let's start over. Nine thirty Bible study. Uh, are you teaching that too? No, uh, no, oh, okay. I, I, I do not teach a, a Sunday morning study. Okay. Uh, we got some great folks doing those studies. Excellent, excellent. So nine thirty, we show up for for uh, Bible study Sunday school, if you will. Worship starts at 11 o'clock, and I assume that uh, worship is where it starts. Matter of fact, I've, I've sat in one of your services online. Thank you very much, face, uh, Facebook Live. Yeah. And uh, you have some talented people helping you out. We do. So that kind of happened. I don't even know how that happened. What? Somebody turned their phone on, and there oh, we are, really? Facebook Live. And now <laughs> it's a thing that we do. So, yeah, yeah. you can find us on Facebook Live. It's, it's great. Uh, my parents, like I said, are in Arizona, so they watch hey, cool. on Sunday mornings. They're up early, and and it's yeah, Facebook Live is great. It's always there. I don't have Facebook myself, That's okay. but uh, yeah, it's it's. I'm glad that we're doing that, and it's so it's it's awesome. It's yeah. fun. Worship uh, happens, and then you begin your teaching, and uh, and then I think you're kind of out by uh, by twelve twelve thirty. We're we're out by noon. Yeah, that's, um, that's kind of what I'm told to do. So I'm out by <laughs> noon. But I had to tell you this, but you're the pastor, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. You can do whatever you want. If yeah. the Holy Spirit says go to twelve oh five, it's okay. <laughs> that's you know? that's right. So we'll go to twelve oh five this next Sunday. So. But you've got some other people worshiping in your church too. We do. So. Um, 
a couple of years ago, uh, found out that there was a group of Burmese refugees wow. here in San Antonio. Actually, there's a large population of Burmese refugees. And uh, um, for the past three years here in our country, it's one of the top five uh, refugee people group coming mm. to the United States. Um, we have a number of different groups from Burma and uh, uh, different states, mm-hmm. different language dialects. And so we have the uh, Chin State uh, Burmese refugees at our church. They speak Hakka. And so they meet every Sunday night from 8 to sometimes about 11, 1030 for sure, 11. Wow. Um, awesome group of people, humbled group of people. Um, they love well, and they worship with just an amount of energy that is so contagious. Do they sing the same songs that we sing in English in, in their language? They do. It? You know, so I've, I've been able to be a part of a number of their services, and I can hum or sing in English knowing that it's, I, I don't know, How Haka. great is our God? Yeah, yeah. It, it is. So they, uh, they actually were uh, Baptist in Burma before... Uh, we were Baptist here in Texas. Wow. Can you do you know any Hakka words? Oh man, I, oh, no. uh, I, Amen, Amen, yeah, <laughs> Hallelujah, exactly, Hallelujah. <laughs> translate that translates. Well, that's a beautiful thing. You're just, just uh, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord at uh, Alamo Heights Baptist Church, and you're taking them to new heights, my friend. Yeah, with what you're doing, it, it's it's awesome. And if you want to support some Burmese refugees, they are selling sushi everywhere at your AGB. So really, that's them. Yeah, that's it's Korean uh, folks and Burmese folks making. I did not know. That. Yeah, great sushi. That's awesome. Hey, talk about uh, again as you're a young pastor, if I may be bold and say that there <sighs> with two little girls and ten years of marriage. It's safe to say. Uh, who influenced you? Who did you look up to or who mentored you to, to be the man that you are? Yeah, so I'll, I'll say for sure um, my parents mm-hmm. uh, made made a big uh, change when they first accepted Christ and, and was very evident in, in our household. And so that was definitely a, a major attribute to me being here. Um, there were some major players. My youth pastor that I had, uh, his name was James Robertson, uh, fifth grade to senior year in high school, same youth pastor, pouring life into not just me but my friends to our youth group. Um, I, uh, I knew at a young age, probably eighth grade, that um, I didn't know what it would look like, but I would be in ministry somehow. Oh. I was always allowed to be on missions trips and Where'd youth outings. Um, Navajo Reservations, Flagstaff, uh, in high school, I got to go to Quito, Ecuador. Um, wow. uh, we would cross the border from El Paso to Juarez and worked with a group called Casas Per Cristo. We would build houses for people that, I mean, you can look from El Paso, Texas into Juarez and it right. is, it is ridiculous. Day and night. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's horrible. And so we got to be a part of that all from fifth grade to my senior year and even beyond as I then got to intern and just, just knew, okay, God, you send me where you want me to go. Um, because I, I want to be a part of ministry for, for life. Yeah, and you were a youth pastor yourself. What, oh. How did that experience help you move into the lead pastorship? Here? Yeah, so jumping into Alamo Heights, uh, Hannah and I, we had an absolutely amazing vantage point. And, and here's what changed for me. It wasn't just youth ministry, but it was uh, family ministry. Mm. Um, and so when we came here, we made a commitment that we would live in Alamo Heights. We'd find a way to, to live in an apartment complex there in Alamo Heights, and we would jump into family life. And so we weren't just ministering to students, um, although that's we would go to the high school and the junior school, but we wanted to be a part of the homes and, and loving moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas where they were at. And so uh, for us, it wasn't just youth ministry, but it was family ministry. And I think that's what really then began to tug on my heart that, you know what? 
I want to be a, I want to be a family minister for forever as long yeah. as God would keep me here. And if it's in Alamo Heights, we pray we pray daily. We used to pray for forty years. I think we're on thirty eight years <laughs> now. I guess you got to start going yeah. down in, in in years, but maybe God will keep us here forever. It's, it's our hope and prayer. Well, we hope so too. Hey, you're listening to our church league program here on AM six thirty. The Word. We're here to honor Alamo Heights Baptist Church and Bobby Contreras. Pastor Bobby is a has started this uh, this last August. Was uh, it? July second was my first. Yeah. Uh, since the summer and again celebrating Christmas uh, this year at Alamo Heights and what a great place what a great you know and all the beautiful Christmas lights on Broadway and, yeah. and everybody looking up and they get to drive right by your church and hopefully stop in please and if you'd like to learn more though just stop by their website alamoheightsbaptist.church that's alamoheightsbaptist.church and uh, they're on 6501 Broadway which uh, Bobby says is just uh, south of the high school and just north of uh, City Hall, if you know where that's at, downtown mm. Alamo Heights. And again, you can learn more at our website, our Church of the Week page at am630theword.com. And uh, there you can hear this conversation on demand and also all the great devotionals that you shared with us. And you did a great job with that, Pastor Bobby, Thank uh, you. helping us celebrate uh, Advent. And, and, and you know what? That's a, that's a word I, I dare say they don't talk a whole lot. Uh, in churches anymore it's not a big deal no. there's no why why is that and and why are you doing something about it man so i growing up i never heard what advent or lent any of that yeah. was um and uh coming to my own and learning this and studying uh, some of these ancient awesome traditions yeah i mean it's quite simple isaiah i talked about this last wednesday uh uh rip open the heavens and come down. I mean, that's our prayer, that we uh, anticipate that Jesus is coming again. Uh, but until then, let us just go and start sharing him with the world around us. And so mm-hmm. it's it's a no-brainer for, for to be intentional here in our community, in our city, uh, to share with others about Christ. And then you threw out another word in there, and you said Lent. And that's yeah. something, again, too, that obviously the Catholics is, is kind of forefront with Fat Tuesday and the Nash Wednesday, and then Lent starts, et cetera, to Easter. Yeah. But is that something that you recognize and do? We do. So we started doing that last year as yeah. well. And I, I, to be honest, I, I didn't know what was going on. People had ashes on their head, and yeah. I've, uh, part of me wanted to do it too, and part of me had no clue what was going <laughs> on. Um, but again, it's another intentional time uh, to sit, to wait, to hear, to allow God to shape us and mold us into the people he created us to be. So absolutely, we will, we will always do it. All right, what are you going to give up then? Oh, man. Uh, I'd say coffee, but I love coffee too much. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Maybe I should. Yeah, right. Maybe that was God. Uh-oh. Very subtle yeah. the way the Holy Spirit moves. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to put you to it. Yeah. Yeah, you just said it in front of thousands of people here on the radio. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. This year, 2018 oh, Lent, no coffee. And switch days. to Dr. Pepper. No, no. I no. wouldn't do soda. All right. No, good good no, idea. No, no soda. Uh, let's talk about 2018 and what might be uh, your vision. And I'll, and I'll throw this out there, too. Uh, and I don't want to put you on the spot here, but, you know, uh, Advent, Lent, and I recognize that the church doesn't do a whole lot about Pentecost. Right. Does that, does that something on your radar, too, that we should draw attention to? Man, it's a vital Thank you. Vital point to our uh, foundation. Yeah. Um, and so absolutely, I, I don't know if, uh, I know our church probably has never done anything for Pentecost. Uh, we've studied it, mm-hmm. and Acts is definitely an important part a little bit yeah and so maybe maybe we do All something right. uh I, I shared with you a little earlier and i'll share with with others that we there's a group of us pastors that get together and and so we pray for each other we encourage one another and i know others do 
things for Pentecost yeah. and, and Lent. And so it's, it's always great to gather together as the body, the, the big C, if you will. I love it. Well, with a big capital A-H-B-C, it's Alamo Heights Baptist Church. And you guys do something else outside the four walls of your church that I think is pretty special there. Talk about this Blueprint Ministries. Yeah, absolutely. So my wife and I, uh, Hannah, first got involved with Blueprint uh, probably about eight years ago. We started taking students. Not a lot of people know that downtown, uh, just south of downtown on South Pressa, there is an old Methodist church that has been redone to uh, house summer camp here in San Antonio, Texas. And uh, Blueprint's goal is to make homes warmer, safer, and drier in seven of the poorest zip codes here in San Antonio, Mm. west side, east side, south side. We'll jump in with families, with homeowners, and we will fix the holes in their roof. We will redo the whole roof. Uh, we will fix their, their sheetrock. We will paint. We will redo their flooring. And I say we, but it's all done by volunteers, students that come in from all across Texas, Oklahoma, Connecticut, 10 weeks in the summer, three weeks in spring, and various times throughout the year. Wow. How, if someone's listening right now and they say, that's pretty cool, I want to help or be involved, can they? Blueprintministry.com, absolutely. Uh, check it out. Um, it's a uh, phenomenal ministry. Um, I will tell you this as uh, the former program and uh, camp director, mm-hmm. that my heart is to see San Antonio, the local body of, of Christ here in San Antonio, churches all across San Antonio, should be running to some of these zip codes. So once we get done repairing our home, we need to connect these homeowners to to church, to a local group of people uh, diving into God's Word. And so that's my prayer is that the local body here in San Antonio will take care of their own. What are the biggest needs, though, for Blueprint? Uh, man, people. Yeah. We just need people. Uh, Blueprint has the material, the tools, the know-how. And we just that's need, already donated or is it funded it's, or somehow? It's or? donated. It's purchased yeah. in. There's partners, uh, missions, churches, wow. missions departments that, that generously give, individuals that give. Uh, also the, the tuition that comes in for the camps and the retreats. And so we just need people, yeah. people to get down there to South Pressa and to jump in. You can serve in the kitchen and cook for 200 kids, wow. um, or you, we can send you on a work team. And, and well, That's an army. Yeah. We, it, so week two of the summer is my favorite. It is 120 junior hires doing 16 roofs. Phenomenal. It's awesome. That's cool. Well, uh, again, it's Alamo Heights Baptist Church, and I'll say this as this is being recorded here. We're we're showcasing you this week before Christmas here. And uh, on the 17th, which if you're listening to this, it may be tomorrow, it may be today, something else is going on with Alamo Heights Baptist Church. So each homeowner in the past and current homeowners with Blueprint Ministry um, have asked, uh, they have a wish list of what they want for Christmas, just like we're making our list and checking them twice. (laughs) Um, And so uh, there's various Christmas trees at different churches that people are participating by picking off a, a gift uh, from the wish list and purchasing, bringing it over to Blueprint. And then on the 17th, we will go and just a mass group of people to deliver these all across mm. the city. And if someone wanted to be involved with that, what can they do? Again, uh, BlueprintMinistry.com. Um, Blueprint has a Facebook. So if you just Google Blueprint Ministry, I'm sure it'll get you to the <laughs> Facebook. And, and there's a ton of information there as well. Very good. And of course, uh, their website, Alamo Heights Baptist Church, dot church is where it all starts for Alamo Heights Baptist Church. And Bobby Contreras uh, do, just doing an amazing job as the, the new senior pastor there this year. And uh, what do you see for the next year, the next five years, the next 90 years? Yeah, so I, I would love for us to jump into Alamo Heights like never before, loving our neighbors, loving the community, um, building relationships down there at City Hall. I'm making some great friends in the police department, the fire department. We want 
our community first, Alamo Heights, to know that we are alive, that we are there, and that we're here for them. Mm. Um, And then we take San Antonio uh, by storm, and we work together with other churches, other organizations to just love and to love well. Yeah. We've got a lot of great uh, listeners here on AM 630 The Word uh, who invest uh, their time uh, because they enjoy the teaching, but they also get the big C church, like you said, and believe in investing those churches. How can our listeners pray for you and your family? Yes, man, pray for our Sunday worship, that it would not be just a thing that we do, but that it would be something that just charges us to go out and to take the world for Jesus. Uh, I I put a welcome mat in front of uh, our church front doors, and the welcome mat is actually what we would say upside down, because if you're leaving the uh, doors, it says welcome correctly, uh, not, not, not coming in. Somebody keeps flipping it around and it says welcome like we normally put it but i want us to know that the world is welcoming us because it's broken and hurting and we've got jesus to share with the world that's a great idea i'm gonna flip mine around i don't know who it is where'd you you get that idea you know what i read it somewhere and i don't even remember where i read it um but it's it's definitely changed my mind so it shouldn't say welcome for someone coming into your home it should say welcome to you going out Going out into all the world and sharing the good news. Absolutely. And I so, love it. That's, that's, that's where we're going, and that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, Pastor Bobby Contreras of uh, Alamo Heights Baptist Church, will you take a minute and invite our listeners to come to church on Sunday? Absolutely. I would love for you to join us on a Wednesday night, on a Sunday morning. Come worship with us. Come celebrate what God is doing in your life, in our lives, and in this city. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not our church, please, I just welcome you to be a part of a congregation somewhere that is reading their Bibles and loving each other. Very classy of you there, Pastor. 6501 Broadway in downtown Alamo Heights. It's <laughs> Alamo Heights Baptist Church with Pastor Bobby Contreras and his beautiful wife and kids, and you'll be part of the family as well when you stop in Alamo Heights Baptist Church. Church is the website, 210-824-9539 is the number. Uh, but like Pastor Bobby said, just go to church. All yeah. right, folks? Please, it's Christmas. It's Yeah, Adam. exactly. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor Bobby. Hey, you too. Thank so you. So proud to know you. I'm Baron Wiley, and I thank you for listening to this uh, program here on AM 630, The Word. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com